Welcome to Girl Gang the Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Will, founder of GirlGangTheLabel.com and author of Launching and Building a Brand for Dummies. Hi, guys. It's Angeline, designer and co-founder of Island Tribe. Where are you based out of? I saw you had a shop in Palm Springs, correct? So currently we're based in Palm Springs. That's where our showroom is located. Um, But I'm very much a wanderlust. So whenever I get that question, I always have to pause to think where I'm at currently. So, (laughs) so um, yeah, we're based in Palm Springs. That's where our showroom and warehouse is located. But we do a lot of uh, production in Bali. So when I'm not in California, which is my first home, I'm in Bali, very hands on with our production there. Um, Travel is such a heavy part of the brand and my lifestyle. But right now, as of today, I'm in Palm Springs. (laughs) (laughs) I love that answer. I feel like that's very appropriate too for like the entrepreneurs of our time and, you know, just not being like, being inspired by the world and more global brands being built as opposed to, you know, just by specific cities. So before I dive into your personal story and how you started Island Tribe, can you let our listeners know what Island Tribe is and what sparked inspiration for the brand? Island Tribe is all about holistic living where women's wear a brand that merges fashion and wellness. Was it something you always wanted to do or did little pieces organically come together in little signs to say like, let's just go for this right now? Organically fused into what it is today. A lot of people don't even know this, but we started off in uh, bridal. So it was called Island Bridal initially, and it was a destination wedding uh, brand. True story, got married, Malibu Beach years ago, was looking for a very simple, flowy dress. Couldn't find it for a beach wedding. Started the brand uh, that inspired it. And then over time, we gradually fused into um, women's wear and lifestyle. And much, much of that inspiration for the brand is actually just our lifestyle period. We're very much into holistic living, healing and nature. So that is in and travel, which is huge, very much in, uh, embedded in the DNA of the brand. I mean, one of the main focal points we like to talk to about on our podcast is the art of the pivot, um, especially nowadays, you know, people needing to shift brands. And so can you shed a little bit of light on what that process was like pivoting from, you know, starting off as island bridal and moving into what it is today? Was it kind of like little baby steps along the way until it was built? Or did you kind of sit down and say, like, I see opportunity over here, let's Let's move over there. Absolutely. So it's a little of both where it organically happened. And also we saw, okay, this is, we saw ahead and we're like, okay, let's create the fusion. So first of all, um, our customers and customers will let you know what they want, what they don't want. So that is um, a big part of that. When and having a real life space really allows you to get direct feedback from the customer. So they will come to our showroom and they'll be like, wow, I really like this, but I feel like I can wear it beyond a wedding. I would like to have it part of my you know, regular life. So then we started introducing ready to wear pieces, sawing that, okay, we're very limited in the bridal space. And um, the way of life is beyond a bride. It's for the customer who is free spirited, wanderlust. So we started infusing more of our lifestyle into the brand, hence um, where it's at today. The co-creation with community. I think that's how brands can be really successful nowadays. Instead of saying, 
this is what I'm going to offer the customer. I'm going to, you know, just offer it to them until they purchase it. Just Mm -hmm. figuring out how can I serve the customer more? I think that's a great approach to building a community-based brand. I would love to talk then about the expansion and the design process. For us, it's all about uh, sustainability. So Mm -hmm. our approach is always the fabrics. That's where we like to start. Is it breathable? Is it uh, biodegradable? So we start from there. And then uh, the lifestyle of the woman, where is she going? Uh, is she hanging out beachside? Is she launching at home? Um, what does Is it aligned with the aesthetic of the brand? Is it flowy? Is it feminine? So all of these are infused. And then the inspiration from travel. The thing is, when you travel, you see like, wow, with art or with fashion, anything can be your canvas. So you infuse all of this into this garment that tells a story of a, you know, free-spirited nomadic lifestyle, but always being conscious of our environment and making sure that uh, we're giving back to our community. So sustainability, community, style, holistic living, it's just a blend of everything. And also over time, our business is about four or five years old, you will start knowing, okay, this is the silhouette of, uh, of the brand. This is what works. This is what our customers love about you. So you always keep that in mind as well, because you, you've worked so hard to figure out who your customer is, who is that woman. So you don't want to diminish that at all, because that is really the core of any brand, finding out who your customer is, where is she going, what inspires her. So when you figure that out, you just continue to stay to that aesthetic, thinking ahead, but not going too far away from that. I want to rewind a little bit before even Island Bridal. Did you always want to be a designer? Did you have design experience before? If you could give us a little peek into what your career path was like before, you know, starting this whole Island Tribe world. Absolutely. I've always been driven by fashion, but travel has always been the number one source. I was born in the Caribbean and my dad was a... a global minister. So he will travel all over the world for his ministries and we will tackle along. So by the time I was seven, I probably lived like in seven different places already. (laughs) And then, (laughs) then um, over time we moved uh, to California. I went to school at Cal Lutheran university, which is in Thousand Oaks. Wait, that's where I went. Shut up. Yes, I graduated. I went to ASU freshman year. That's how I met Teresa. But then I transferred to Calu and that's where I graduated from. Oh my God. Yep. Thousand Oaks campus. Yep. I lived in Kramer. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. We'll have to send them this interview and be like CLU alumni. This is the first time I think this has ever happened. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. Now we have something way more in common. Yeah. I love that. And then I did um, art. And then when I graduated, the first recession that was like in 08 happened immediately. And I was just like, I'm not even going to go searching for jobs. So I merged right into a grad school program at Cal Lutheran. Um, and then I dabbled in um, humanitarian work for a while. I worked with uh, the International Rescue Committee, um, which involved C a family seeking asylum in the U.S. So just pretty much helping them to um, bond to their new home and know like what's, you know, like just how to get started. And then I worked with American Red Cross for a while. 
Then I left California to DC for an internship. Um, then I'm like, wow, this is, I love the humanitarian aspects of this and giving back. And that is still very much heavily embedded in Island Tribe, the giving back and the community. But the artsy side of me was just like, ah, oh, I love this, but is there more? And it, the creative side just kept like, okay, oozing out of me and then was getting uh, married. And then the whole creative part of planning the dress, the wedding and styling and designing and then cold turkey quit. <laughs> And and that was it. Just making the decision to like, I'm not happy with the nine to five. Yes, I'm aligned with the mission of giving back. But inside of me, I always felt like there was more. So, um, yeah, just decided to quit and started traveling the world. And um, it just it just the dots connected after a while. That is such a beautiful story. One of my favorite quotes is um, Steve Jobs from his uh, commencement speech he did. It's, you can't connect the dots moving forward. You can only connect them moving back. And so just in reflecting back and being like, this all made sense, like along the way, just trusting intuition and knowing like, I'm not sure where this is going to lead, but I'm just like how you described it, like this oozing feeling of like, I need more and trusting it. When you look back, you're like, oh my gosh, all the pieces come together like this beautiful puzzle. And I think that happens when, um, you know, we just really trust our intuition and see where it will lead instead of like, kind of, I I think also, um, something I liked that you talked about was how you fit in a passion of yours into what you're doing instead of looking at it. So blankly, like Mm -hmm. I love humanitarian work. So I just have to work in nine to five and humanitarian work. It's like, I know I love that. Mm -hmm. Let's figure out what, what is going to serve my soul and then fuse that with it. Um, I think that's a really powerful takeaway for people listening to. There's a lot of different ways where you can combine what you're interested in and what you do for a living. It doesn't have to be so, you don't have to like fit into something that's been done before. You can create your own path. I agree. Stay true to yourself and just keep, you know, be fearless in pursuit of whatever makes you happy. And then now I would love to touch on, so you have designed the dress, you create the company, you've went through this pivot and organically just built this community that kind of fuses all of your life interests together and with very important values, especially for our generation, sustainability, creating products that are kind to Mother Earth, creating items that women can feel themselves in. Um, All of that is important now more than ever. And so if you can talk a little bit now about the logistics of when you started this and where it is today, like you have your showroom in Palm Springs, you're traveling a lot for the business. What, what was it like scaling it? Was there ever a moment where you were like, Oh, can I do this? Or were you, I would just love any insight on, you know, kind of thinking about a listener right now, if they're tuning in and just wondering, like, can I, can I get to this next level of my business? You know, you're on this side of it that I feel like you can give good insight to them. Um, so yeah, any, any advice on like scaling or any stories of overcoming obstacles that you weren't sure you'd be able to overcome? Good question. So to me, organic growth is all about taking everything in baby steps. Mm -hmm. And as much as you, in your business plan, you know, okay, this, that's your destination it's breaking up all of these milestones into smaller pieces and taking baby steps one at a time and then aligning as you go, tweaking as you go, but never 
just tackling it on a daily basis. And in terms of, um, so organic growth, small steps, um, having a solid base so that even if you travel the world, there's always um, a place to come back to and you have a staff that is ensuring that things are done and orders are placed and orders are shipped out on time and having good relationships with your artisans and your production mill. Communication is very key. So you want to ensure that you know your orders and your will be delivered on time. You want to be able to have weekly check-in so that there is no surprise along the way and tackling it one day at a time. I like that, breaking it down more. I've definitely learned from mistakes of doing it the opposite way, um, running like little e-commerce businesses the last eight years. When you try to take on too much at once and skip forward to the next like goal that you have in mind and you don't have that foundation, it can all crumble. So I think organic growth and baby steps are incredible takeaways for someone looking to level up to that next one and just being patient. Patience is key. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's so hard. Anytime. I've been like, here's the goal. I'm just going to run as fast as I can to it. And you kind of lose sight of that foundation. It can be detrimental to the growth of a business. So yeah, I think patience, baby steps, organic growth, that's amazing takeaways. And then I would like to talk about, I mean, your company has had incredible press. All of your pieces are so beautiful. If you can take us through a little memory lane, what was the first like experience for your brand where you were like, I cannot believe this is happening right now? Okay. There's so many. Oh my goodness. Well, let's start with Oprah magazine. Cause that was a <laughs> really big, um, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> You know, growing up and, you know, reading the Oprah magazine or watching the show, she's such a fundamental part of our culture and such a fearless leader and inspiration to many. So to be acknowledged um, by her and her team really felt like um, a, like a big win. And it just also like, wow, the work that we've put in over the years, um, you know, people are seeing the, you know, what went into it, the love and the dedication and the passion of our story. So that was a really um, aha moment. <laughs> I just want to plug that in here. That was huge. I mean, it's just been wild. So that one, so Vogue, the Oprah magazine, and sometimes it's even just like the people that you work with. When you travel to places like Bali or India and you're working with these women and you see the love and the passion and the resilience, your heart just really softens because it's like, wow, women all over the world, regardless of race, color, or location, there's just something when you you found that passion in your soul and you do what you love that it just creates this moment of just like, wow, you know, we're all just, um, you know, trying to live our dreams and live the best life that we can and provide for our family, but doing something that is really true to us, true to yourself. So that is also always a great um, moment of just like, wow. And knowing that Island Tribe is part of um, something that's bigger than clothing, but giving back to these women that have been doing what they've worked for generations and being part of that and giving back, you know, in some way. So working with uh, uh, global artisans is a big aha moment. And then the fun part, sometimes when we travel, we shoot our lookbooks in very nice places. Like we shot one of our lookbooks in the Gilly Islands, which is a bunch of little islands uh, out of um, 
Bali. And sometimes you're the only person on that island with a model and a photographer. And you're like thousands of miles away from like California. And you're like, how in the world am I here on a random Monday shooting a lookbook in the Gilly Islands? I mean, it's just insane. And you, and it just, it's instead of feeling like, whoa, it's more of a, a humbling experience like wow you really gotta take a chance in life and really do what you love and pursue that fearlessly because eventually the universe will just you know release and say okay it's your turn you know we see you putting in the work we see you doing this with love you know here is my gift to you so that's one another um huge moment um here in the Coachella Valley, uh, there are a lot of uh, artists, whether they're emerging or established. So um, there is a art night at the Design District here in uh, Cathedral City, where our showroom is located. So when that happens, we convert our showroom into a gallery and we host all of these local uh, artists to come showcase their work because all of the galleries, they open on that night and have reception, the crowd, they come out. So just giving them a stage to showcase their talent to um, the community. Because when we started, some of these opportunities just seem like, oh my God, I would love to work with this brand or really embrace in the community some more. So by giving back in that way, it's just another way of giving back right at home. It doesn't always have to be across the world, but having an impact right where we live, right where we work out, right here in our backyard. So there's so many rewarding and aha moments along the way that just really allows you to like, wow, I'm staying on this no matter how hard it is, no matter the challenges, because when the rewards, when they come, it's just like, wow, how? You look back and you're like, how did we do that? You know, it's like, there's no... Some of the things is you cannot have it in a business plan. It's just impossible, you know, but you do what you love. You keep working hard. You keep being good to people. You keep giving back. Eventually, the universe will yield. I'm a big believer in getting into the abundance vortex. And the more work you put in, the more likely luck will find you. And so it's all about kind of identifying your own Northern star and picturing like, what's that goal you're working towards, even if it's not there yet. And things that weren't even that goal, maybe even grander, like I'm sure like, especially those, yeah, like working with all these global artisans that inspire you and having this incredible press, like, you might not have wrote down those exact things, but having a North star to go towards and just fully believing in it. I feel like the universe, just like you said, it starts to like crack open and just say, okay, I see you. We're going to create this world you've been envisioning for yourself. Whenever it's your time, it will, it will open up for you. I truly believe that. Yeah. And it might be in a month or 10 years, but I just think um, people that have a pull to this entrepreneurship lifestyle, we have a pull to it for a reason. And so Um, Just trusting it can lead to greatness beyond our wildest dreams. I truly believe that. I'd like before we sign off, is there any last advice or words of wisdom for the the female creatives listening, looking for inspiration right now? Well, having community is key. 
um, and being able to have someone you can reach out to that you trust and you can be open with them, whether that's a community like Girl Gang or your loyal customers that or your family or your business partner where you can, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm stuck in a rut. And sometimes being stuck is pushing you to a new level. So don't try to be so like forceful, maybe just sit back for a a while, you know, think about it, isolate your thoughts, isolate yourself, go out for a hike, go out in nature, spend time alone. And the answer is, it will come. And it's not, I don't want this to sound too fairy tale or kumbaya-ish, but you have to be true to yourself because being in business is not easy. And this is a long, long, long journey. So the more that you can be true to yourself, staying consistent, putting in the work, you know, working on the quality as you go and being affiliated with programs, establishment, community where you can get feedback. So, for example, this last year we were selected to be part of uh, FIT Emerging Designer, and that was such a um, a great program. Being able to work side along all these different designers, but also getting feedback from the industry leads. And there are also programs that can assist with that. So, enrolling, listening to podcasts. And just seeking information, just keep reaching out and each program or person can help lead you into the right direction. But the answers to a lot of this is within being consistent and listening. Okay. What do I, where do I want to go? Where do I see the brand heading, looking at the trends of your customers? What are they buying and just tweaking your, your goals? And looking within the company, within the brand, a lot of the answers can be solved right there and taking, be patient with it. You know, this is such a long journey. So you have to be patient. Nothing happens overnight. Yes, it looks like that from the outside, but there's so much work that goes into um, creating a successful brand. It's actually the mission of our podcast is sharing transparent stories of the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. So I do think that, um, you know, it's very important now because it's hard to authentically show what's happening behind the scenes. It's easier for someone to assume just oh, these bullet points of success just happened to them and they're not happening to me. Therefore, I shouldn't do this. So um, I think that's really important for people to hear right now. And I also love the reframing of, you know, instead of a rut, take it as an opportunity to like be, have the world be quiet enough to hear your own thoughts. Like, what do you really want? If there's not a bunch of inbound action coming in and you feel like things are kind of slowing down, take that moment of silence to figure out like what within can we do to elevate the brand. So I love that. And community. There's uh, yeah something you touched on earlier. I think community outside of like a community customer base, form a community within your own company. Like each person you hire can form community and be an opportunity to like lean on each other and have women supporting each other and figure out like how do we serve each other's needs to reach our highest potential. So I love that so much. Well, I'm so grateful for you taking the time to chat today. So, so grateful. And can you let our listeners know where to follow along your journey, uh, where to check out Island Tribe? Absolutely. So uh, my Instagram is Angeline Haling. That's A-N-G-E-L-I-N-E-H-E-Y-L-I-N-G. My website is Angeline Haling. 
Island Tribe. The brand is at Island Tribe underscore, and the website is islandtribeusa.com. A lot of inspirations for the holistic uh, woman, the woman who loves travel, who loves to just, you know, not be driven only by trends, but just in terms of being inspired by nature and loving people and giving back. So um, follow us and we will love to um, invite you to our community. And if you're in Southern California, we do a lot of healing events and retreats, cacao ceremonies, song bath. So please follow along. We would love to meet you in person. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Girl Gang, the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment to leave us a review. It helps us out so much. Have a lovely day and don't forget to support your local girl gang.